everybody, welcome to Kame House Party, I'm Aaron. And I'm Vince. It's the podcast where we attempt to watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball. And then Vince and I, we get together, we call each other over the internet, and we just gush about things. But not just that, there's there's jokes, there's improv, there are bits and skits that aren't written beforehand. So another way to, you know, how, how your parents call improv. Oh, you doing you doing your skits out there, huh? Oh, that sounds like fun. You used to do skits like that in the rec room at the church all the time. It was so much fun. I'm glad you're still doing your hobbies. It's very nice. How much money you make from that? Oh, zero dollars. Well, yeah, it's of oh, course. Well, you got negative it. dollars actually. Huh? You're paying into a system that really isn't returning your investment at all. <laughs> Not even Ooh. through the people that you meet. <laughs> all right, so oh, we gotta. Vince back. Huh? What? Sca- uh, that's, uh. It's too. It's quite. It's a little too early for some scathing commentary on certain communities, because we got to get to this podcast. But before all that, we got to do a little something we call Kame housekeeping. That's to clean everything up, get you ready, and get those ears just in the i don't know how to make this not gross so we're just gonna no keep it move keep, on with it no keep make making it, it gross keep making it gross <laughs> all right let we gotta slat we gotta slather up them ears and get them ready for the for an easy insertion of our uh, twisted brand of comedy oh yeah but the first part of comedy housekeeping is the one minute roundup <clears throat> excuse me sir excuse me I'm standing in line at this bank, and I do not wish to be disturbed, but I will grant you this request. What is it? Ah, well, since you are as I am in line, I would like to ask if I could, um, I believe my, my child had said it's a newfangled thing. It's called Frontsy Backsy. Now, here's what we do. Mm-hmm. I cut in front of you, and then I allow you to then cut in front of me. So I am cutting in front of you, and then... Right after that, you then step in front of me. That's... I'm bristling my mustache at the preposterousness of that. Oh, sir, I did not mean to offend Mm. you. Let me take my bowler cap and... I'm really walrusing up here. I I know it's a newfangled idea, but I figured out here in the West, where all men are free, why not try it? We've been standing in this here line to receive our penance. Two hours, yes. Two whole hours, as I put my pocket watch back into Two Christian hours. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, Jesus, you're so funny. Uh, Jesus is hilarious. And and scene. scene. That's a little uh, Western improv scene we do to loosen the comedy muscles and to get us ready for the one-minute roundup proper, which is when one of us, this time Vince, has to summarize everything we've covered in Dragon Ball thus far. And we do this so you don't have to go back and listen to all of our old episodes. You don't have to go back and watch every episode of Dragon Ball. Although, you know what? Summer's about to end. Maybe you haven't used those vacay days yet. That's a good use of your time, probably. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, boss. I need to take Friday so I can, uh, what? Yeah, listen to a podcast to completion. (laughs) <laughs> yeah in multiple ways yeah. it's completion in multiple multiple forms of completion but yeah we do this so you can go to completion and, <laughs> and this week it's vince's job to get you there uh vince are you ready to- i i'm <laughs> i am staggered by the challenge you started it of getting somebody what no i know to get somebody to completion in one minute 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, for those keeping score at home, that's 140 episodes of Dragon Ball. In less than a minute. We haven't completely failed yet. Uh, and I don't think it's going to happen this week, but I don't know. We don't we'll know, see. but we know we know that you're secretly wishing for us to fail. Every time you put on the headphones and you're you're commuting or you're at your desk and the one minute roundup after that improv scene and you've done chuckling your butts off, you're like, I can't wait for them to fail. Well, not today. Yeah. Not today. Okay. There's a new blade coming out and it's going to be the, <laughs> it's the next Black Panther. Okay. <laughs> I want I want to be a vampire. I don't want to be T'Challa no more. Here we go. One minute. The seven magic Dragon Balls, when you collect them, you can make a wish for anything at all. So there's this guy, Goku. He's a child. He meets Bulma out in the forest. They go on an adventure. They run into Emperor Pilaf, who wants to use the Dragon Balls for nefarious reasons. So they stop him. They make a bunch of friends along the way. Shapeshifting pig, guy named Yamcha, Poir, cat who shapeshifts, Master Roshi, uh, launch, all these great people. Then they go off and they uh, they train. Goku meets Krillin, and Master Roshi trained for the Tenkaichi tournament. Goku comes in second to his master in disguise who blows up the moon. Then Goku... He's like, oh, Master, I want to get stronger. So he goes out and he trains. He also goes and finds his four-star Dragon Ball. With the help of his friends, he runs into uh, uh, Roshi's sister, who wants to, use, uh, who has Goku fight his grandpa, who's dead. Then go, they go to a second Tenkaichi tournament. They run into Tien Shin Han. Goku fights Tien Shin Han, comes in second place. Then there's a third Tenkaichi tournament, which is happening now. And Goku's all grown up, and he's a thirsty trap. And they're fighting with their shirts off, and they're really, really fast, and it's cool. And uh, it seems like Goku's on the ropes, but Tien is uh, about to... Use another technique. Hey, I, I look my rhythm. My rhythm is off. I hope, I hope you, you got didn't... there. It's a one-time performance hiccup. Okay, um, not it, a failure, you, you assholes. Not a failure. And um, if you don't get to completion, that's your fault. <laughs> DJ Khaled. <laughs> That he, is something he, he would the say. best at being selfish. We prepared for just such an eventuality. If you're if you're still hungry for that Dragon Ball, if you aren't quite up to speed, then might I rec again? I said it was optional, but the option is there to listen to all of our old episodes. Uh, check them out. Do it. The next part of comedy housekeeping is to let you find people know. Now, Vince and I, we watched two different versions of Dragon Ball. What? That's right. I watch the English subtitled version, and Vince watches the English dubbed version. And we do this because it was a mistake that turned into a masterpiece. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I okay, like that. Okay. I like that. And also because there are a lot of fun differences that happen between the two versions that we like to compare and contrast. And the first difference is usually the title. And Vince, I'll go ahead and tell you now. We do not, I'm pretty sure we don't have a Yahtzee, which is where both titles match. Jesus, that's all I ever want in life is Yahtzee. That's all I want. I'm sorry. Uh, It's just going to be a straight flush. I'm sorry. (sighs) It's a winning hand in most cases, but... (laughs) Not a Yahtzee. So my title for episode 141 of Dragon Ball is True Strength. That's it. That's it? Yep. Okay. My episode title is, for the English title of episode 140 of Dragon Ball is Goku Gains Speed. Wait, 140 or 140? Yeah, it's 140. It's 140, but... All right. I I wrote it. No, I wrote it down dumb. 
no, but but to <laughs> to our defense, as we were both very confused by both of our titles because they are so different. <laughs> they are so different. He uh, does. He he does gain speed, and then yours was something about true power, true strength, true yeah. Tr- and I, and I guess in a way he's showing his true strength, but he's you think not? it'd be reveal? Yeah, Goku reveals his strength, or Goku sheds something. Yeah, look, we're we we are in this episode. There's a very famous scene that has been memed and put on the internet multitudes of times. Um, but we won't we'll we'll save it for when it actually happens. We won't talk about it yet. But if you if you're who I think you are out there, you know what we're talking about. But we gotta we gotta go like we always do, moment to moment. Talk about this epic battle between Tien and Goku. It picks up right where we left off. A lot of lot of trading blows. A lot of grappling. I don't know exactly how much of the actual fighting we want to talk about because again, like the last episode, this episode worth the watch. If you if you're into that. Good, good, classic animation and watching two historic warriors battle it out in in the days before things got way too off the rails yeah. um, in terms of powers and abilities and all this cool, fun stuff. So Goku knocks Tien into a wall and then Tien headbutts Goku into a wall. Uh, there's a fun bit of dialogue where Goku gets up and says... You've got a really hard head to Tien. And then Tien states, quote, I hardened every part of myself that I could. Ooh. Ladies. Ooh. No, no, no. I think that leads right up to what we should we should be referencing that, you know, during these fight scenes, you get the cut of the, the ball squad, you get the fans and the friends. And all I got to all I mean, we we mentioned it briefly before we started, but Whew, this episode making the girls hot. You know what I'm saying? It's not just <laughs> it's not just summertime in the city. You know uh, that shirtless Tiana has been shirtless for a long time, and that cute boy Goku is showing some impressive fighting moves. So, mm-hmm. look, gentlemen and or ladies who are uh, who like who like the guys that fight. Um, all I'll say is uh, you might want to watch this one in cognito mode. <laughs> this is fun for everyone. This is this is a fun fight for every. It's something Got it. for everybody at the Tenkaichi tournament. I mean, I just wanted to ask, how do you harden your head? Mm. Well, Aaron, uh, this is a good time to tell the audience we don't do research, so I'm not going to tell you the technique that somebody would use to harden their head. But I did watch a lot of Muay Thai movies. <laughs> Okay. And some Tony uh, Ja, some Tony Ja, Protector I, One, Two, Three, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ong Bak One and Two. Uh, you got. I bet you Tien found a banana tree, okay, and you mm-hmm. you kick the banana tree to harden your legs and your shins. And this is just off the top of the dome. I'm not looking at a Wikipedia page. There's something called micro fracturing that happens when you repeatedly like strike something with a with like a sheer part of your bone, like so your forearm. Oh. Mm-hmm. elbow, shin, thigh, all that. So like little tiny cracks. And then they heal stronger than they did before. And you can just do that over and over and over and over. Like the folds in a katana blade, you know? 
It's like that, but for your bones. So I'm assuming he did something like that for his head, which, uh, uh, sorry, TN, you got uh, CTE now, but um, it was worth it for the scene. It was worth it for the scene. It was, you know, your three-year career. He has three-year career. Ends ends right before your bennies kick in. Your retirement benefits kick in. Mm -hmm. Right before you can get that sweet, sweet NFL insurance. Yeah, as if they timed it. Huh? (laughs) As if they did the math to know exactly when most people would not be in the NFL anymore so they Mm -hmm. wouldn't have to pay a lifetime of uh, money to them. Oh, Aaron. So cars now. Aaron, before you go any further... uh, Will Smith is in the room, and he has something to say. Mr. Smith? What? Tell the truth! <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Smith. Okay. So, uh, Aaron? He has, he has, a, he has, he has the, a Google alert. He does. He has a Google alert, and he, he can show up wherever he wants. He's got some boys in the NSA, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they alert him. They, they let him know when it's being mentioned. See, I was just going to say that uh, he didn't listen to his mom. <laughs> That's how he got hard-headed. Oh, got him. Oh, man, hard-headed children. We all know that, we all know that feeling. We all know that term. <laughs> Is that of a time, hard-headedness? I, I don't hear it that much. I don't hear it I, anymore. I assumed it was like a Southern thing. It must be. Because you know there's always going to be a boy in front of it. Mm-hmm. Boy, so hard-headed. That, that's why you fell so hard-headed. I realize I'm just echoing my grandmother. Yeah. She's, she's in here. She's speaking <laughs> through me. You've been possessed. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a northern thing. I can't. Yeah, I'm, I, I feel I'm, like a Mid-Atl- I'm a mid-Atlantic boy, so I can, I can play both sides of the Mason-Dixon. Yeah. And Delaware <laughs> did, folks. Delaware was split down re- the middle. You can Benedict Arnold that. Oh, you know I did. All day long. All day long. I love grits, but I hate Southern ingenuity. <laughs> so a lot of back and forth. There's some hot, cute boy grappling. Uh, they do a lot of like MMA-style holds, then... Leg holds, the neck holds. Um, holds and folds. Holds Just and folds. I mean, it's important to note that among the onlookers is uh, Junior, that, that young Piccolo Junior. And as he's, on, as he's watching on, at least in this part of the match, he says uh, something, he says like, if this is Goku's best, I'll bury him. So he he doesn't even he doesn't think this fight's too impressive. Something similar. He's like, yeah, that's okay, but uh, <laughs> uh, not better than me. Not better than Junior. I guess we'll find out soon enough. But um, this was weird, and it did not get explained in my episode. Ooh, yes, I want to hear about this. So as they're grappling, suddenly they have a a nice golden sheen surrounding them. Ah, yes. Uh, some energy waves. And then there's like a, a minor explosion that breaks them up from the grapple. Yeah. But no one talks about it, what it was, or that they saw two men glow and then explode. Oh, I um, I just kind of assumed that we weren't supposed to ask any questions. <laughs> no, I, I found... <laughs> there was a guy, there were two guys in suits that yeah. showed up at that part. At that point. And they just they wag, headphones. wag yeah. their fingers like Dikembe Mutombo. So, no, no, no. A head shake, a finger wag. 
They shook a it third, they did a third a, one. Yeah, a third one. A third one put his finger up to his neck and then ran it across it mm-hmm. and then pointed at you and then your cats. No, my my studio cats. Mm-hmm. No, not my studio cats. They don't even know what they're watching. But I was confused by that aura or technique. Was it just their energies clashing? I'm... Was it Tien's technique? Because we've seen Tien wrap energy around himself before to stop mm-hmm. a Kamehameha wave. So maybe he perfected that technique to use at any given time. Or maybe Goku was using his power that way. But the minor explosion that uh, made them look like they disintegrated was unnecessary at best, if you ask me. <laughs> I just wish... Really, even your Dragon Ball. You're not going to have someone on the sideline like, oh, yes, a very, the the key, their key is so great that it's polarized like a magnet. <laughs> yeah, not no, nothing. Not a Roshi, not a, uh, not a hero saying it offhand or under his breath, or even, even a Yajirobe, who we have not cut to. We haven't seen Yajirobe in the crowd eating food saying some kind of condescending stuff about probably, I wish that Tien would put a shirt on. Jeez. He's too, uh, doesn't he know how handsome he is? Like, Goku, I wish Tien would hit him in the face so then I'd maybe have a chance with anybody. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, hit each other in the face with, like, knives. Here, here's some knives. There's like 20 of them flying to the ring. <laughs> Tien and Goku are just so fast, they just quickly kick them out. Mm-hmm. And it's on the wall, it spells out in knives. No thanks. No thanks. And then below that, it says, we have a hot boy summer going on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, you didn't work out in the winter. <laughs> this continues in knives. Uh, yeah, this continues in knives. <laughs> yeah, just so you know. It's like, hey, it's not our fault you didn't work on your beach bod during the winter. And that you just binge the office. S S O L bro. That's it. That's that's the last of it uh, in knives. Yep, that's it. That's how that, that's exactly how that scene went on. I can't believe that nobody else watched that scene. I'm assuming yeah. nobody else saw that scene but us. Because we got the yeah. special uh Toriyama pack. We paid sixty dollars on top of the sixty dollars that we got it early. Tien then starts to boast. Okay, he's gotten a little confident. He says, wow, Goku, you've really gotten strong. Stronger than I ever thought you could. He says, you were pretty perfect last time, but still not enough to beat me. Anybody who steps into the ring with me, they need to ask for a miracle. And Tien thinks he's got Goku outmatched in speed. Um, and to demonstrate that, jumps away, jumps into the air. <laughs> Look how fast I am. <laughs> Look how fast I can run away. That, I can run vertically. <laughs> That's how fast I am. I would love if somebody tried to fight me, and uh, right before the fight started, I was like, look, man, you, you might look tough. You might be strong, but I got you beat in speed, okay? I'm faster than you could ever imagine. And then right after I finished that sentence, I just turn and run. <laughs> Great. I can't beat you if you're not here. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think Tien has a pretty winning strategy if he would just run away from Goku the entire time. But no. He jumps into the sky, and then they have, like, a conversation fight in the air. 
Tien's ducking behind clouds. Uh-huh. Goku's barely able to keep up with him, which results in an elbow to Goku's back as he falls back down to Earth. And it's, I mean, he, Tien, right now, Tien is correct. He is faster than Goku can really keep up with, to the point where Goku almost gets knocked out of the Almost. Ring. But then he's like, Nah, watch the it's a, you know not a flip back in. He doesn't just float like a cool Krillin. No, not like a not like a cool Krillin floating into your DMs. <laughs> well, not very cool. <laughs> He's Krillin when he DMs you. It's like just hey beautiful or how the about eggplant emoji? <laughs> yeah, it's a crystal ball and then an eggplant emoji. Because he's bald. Christ- uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? see, that's I mean, why his game ain't that strong. He sent me that the other day, and I was like, confused. Are you predicting eggplants? What? What's happening? Your future. I mean, I thought, yeah, it could just be like, I see your future. A, a purple penis, <laughs> and it's the grimaces, dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What these kids today? Whatever happened to a good old equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, equal sign, capital D? Oh, Aaron, you forgot the balls. You got to throw that eight in there. Oh, I'm sorry, that eight? <laughs> yeah, you got to throw that eight in there. What am I looking well, at? A large arrow? <laughs> I don't know what this is now. Where's the eight? <laughs> you don't know if it's a dick if there ain't no balls. This, I, I have to say, when, when people found out about ASCII art in school and were doing inappropriate things with it, I, I will not repeat them here because I know that this audience already knows it all. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> but you know, like all the stuff you can do with parentheses and periods in the right spots and stuff like that. It was, was a, it was a period. It was a sexy time Why? for TI. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> sexy period time for TI 83s everywhere. Everybody's like, all right, guys, put down your, uh, oh, what's that game? Uh, with the snake. No, God, we were over snake. <laughs> uh, what's the one with the uh, put down your organ trail boys we can not only can we turn our calculators upside down to spell boobs we can use parentheses to make all the boobs we want it doesn't just say it, it doesn't just say it last it, I checked a picture is worth a thousand eight zero zero eight fives <laughs> yeah oh uh, Look, uh, we were young men once, and we would do mm-hmm. anything for it. Oh, we just we would just look at clouds and mountains and wonder, hope for the best. <laughs> look, <laughs> we didn't say what Goku did. Oh yeah, we did say what Goku did. He turned he, into a. T- yeah, he did a Taz. He did a Tasmanian Devil. He went blat 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 blat, and then he spun around and created and he had a little a weird- yeah. Well, then he had a weird TV show with his family. <laughs> yes. That was on at 4 p.m. We are dating ourselves. <laughs> Nobody knows who Taz is. Nobody. Tasmania? Yeah. That's a pretty good song. Oh, for that show? I can't sing it. Oh, I don't remember it. ba 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 da while a Tasmanian devil and his next of kin mm. comes to Tasmania. Something Tasmania. Oh, now I now yeah 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 something yeah it was like mm-hmm. Tasmania Tasmania. Yeah, he he. Everyone else, his dad was Bing Crosby for some reason, and everyone spoke very good English. 
Not in an Australian. No one had an Australian accent. Not an Australian accent in the show, I'm sure. Well, I get there, uh, but Taz still spoke like Taz Mm -hmm. unintelligibly. So for you very young audience members who don't know who the hell we're talking about, the Looney Tunes, okay? You know, You're Bugs explaining Bunny. Explaining the fucking Looney Tunes. To I got to. I got to take it back. I got to get y'all ready for uh, Space Jam Two. <laughs> two. Okay. Space Jam Two. LeBron. Before <laughs> Tunes just played basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Tunes had a life before LeBron. Okay. They 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 were vaudeville vaudevillian actors. They were, all voiced by the same man, Mel Blanc, and Taz the Tasmanian Devil could not speak English, but could be understood. Uh, and the Tasmanian devil is a real animal, but it does not spin or look anything like this character. And his whole oeuvre was destruction. He's like the animal of the Looney Tunes universe. He literally is animal of the Looney Tunes universe. Man of few words. Man of few words. But when he got up in front of that audience in Washington and Taz spoke, Aaron, people listened. And things changed. When he gave that speech over mm-hmm. the radio after being coached mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for like an hour and a half. And it went a little something <laughs> like this. <laughs> My fellow Americans. And that is why we deserve better for our children. And our children's children's children. Hey. And hey, look, nine years later, we're on the moon. Nine years after that, we go to the moon. Taz, the Tasmanian devil, helped us get to the moon. Change our category to history. Because <laughs> everything was factual that we said. Them's the facts. And we wouldn't lie to you. We just don't do yeah. research. Yeah. How we're we, just... Yeah, how would we learn that we did a lie if we don't do research? Mm-hmm. Look, so yeah, he, he goes through this whole rich life as he spins around in a tornado, <laughs> like substance, lands. It's sort of a time dilation thing. Comes back to the present, lands. Yes. And then, yeah, Tien's just, again, right before this commercial break, Tien just goes, yeah, your eyes are pretty good. They can follow me, but I'm still too fast. Your body can't keep up. And I'm going to win. <sighs> the end. <laughs> that is a... Hard cut to commercial. The NTN. The NTN, TN. You know, I, I just wasn't having any luck with with women. I didn't know how to talk to them. And that's why I, I enrolled in Krillin's class to pick up women. I, I almost did it because the title of the class isn't that great. It's a little sloppy and thrown together. But uh, thanks to him... I, I have the confidence to direct message random women on Instagram who have hundreds of thousands of followers. And uh, and I think that I have a chance with them, and I do. That's right. He DM'd me three weeks ago, and I just looked at it today. I declined, but I looked at it. That's the power of Krillin's pickup school. I don't even know the name. I've just got 13,000 followers on Instagram, and out of the 14,000 Instagram messages I get a day. This one was different. He said Yeah. To- <laughs> Go on. I mean, we're we're married now, so we can talk. To- 
I don't know why we think we have to talk separately. It's just it's just how we've been communicating for a while. And all I'll say is this beautiful marriage that we had started from one single message. One orange that I sent with a question mark. And and I replied after declining the first one. He sent it back. I said it a couple times. I and, tried different fruit. The, the class teaches you to try different fruits and vegetables to see which one really works. They recommend ones that are red and yellow because those are the most, those are the colors in the color spectrum that people see first. And honey, I saw that orange and I dropped my phone. Which you still, and she still won't replace it. It's I, cracked. It's super cracked. It's Look, very cracked. It's very correct, but the camera still works, and that's all I need, honey, is mm-hmm. the camera to take pictures of me, my ass, and my new husband. Thank you, Krillin. She for- takes pictures of me. <laughs> she takes pictures of my hand. I use her camera to take pictures of her as she's pulling my hand to our various places in Europe that we go visit. Yes. And like- can afford somehow. Like uh, the Isle of Crete, other Greek, Greco-Roman architecture. The, the the Colosseum, the Roman Colosseum, uh, outside of the Louvre is very expensive. Mm-hmm. They you they don't I I didn't do any I hadn't left my home in Tacoma, Washington <laughs> before we got married, but now I, I'm traveling a lot. And uh, maybe I'm DMing a few other people on the side. Oh, a man that's worth fighting for? Thank you, Krillin. (laughs) What I've always wanted. Yes, thank you, Krillin. Thanks to your techniques, I'm now an Instagram husband. I couldn't be happier? For more details about the Krillin float DM technique, please float your DMs to at KrillinNokatsu at... Instagram, Twitter, and all social media. That's at Krillinokatsu. Float those DMs in, and you'll start your three-week free trial of Krillin's School of DMs, the techniques that'll get you the freaks. (laughs) Ooh, Goku's about to get naked. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, come to the stage. Goku. That's right. Goku from parts unknown. He's on a mystic journey to get you horny. (laughs) And don't forget his partner on the on the parallel stage, Tien Shin Honey Baby. He's got 20 abs, and he'll let you and each one's up for a lick for a five (laughs) dollar tip. Don't worry, that washboard isn't just for show, ladies. Tip him and he'll wash your clothes on his abs. All of our dancers are tested for staff daily, so don't worry. Please, no flash photography. It may infuriate them. (laughs) They don't do great with loud noises or bright lights. They're kind of bestial. (laughs) And we are your two DJ stripper hosts. Michael and Sheen. It's a silent strip club. You got your little headphones on. They can't hear anything. But you can hear us for here until you leave. We won't stop talking.
I notice that most of you have taken off your headphones. Please put them back on. I implore you, put them back. If you're still wearing headphones, tell your neighbor to put them back on. We rent them, so if you're not wearing them, we're literally losing money. The, it, the disinfect them every night is is a bit of a bear. We have to do it. Oh, coming up on the third stage is a little bald boy who could hump you into submission. He's sliding into the stage. Ooh, it's Krillin. That's right. There's two littles in there. I threw yeah. in because he's little. Yeah. Lady, ladies and ladies, good things do come in small packages, and he'll come in your small package. But uh, don't please don't tell us about it because that's literally illegal. Literally illegal, illegal. and we don't want to hear about it. But yeah, but if we don't hear about it, then whatever happens, happens. Audible wink. Ooh, and looks like we someone... don't not take a fee from it. And our last dancer. <laughs> Coming to the stage, stage four. <laughs> it's got a bent pole because nobody wants to be over there. It's Yamcha. Yamcha, he's, wow, he's really doing some stuff over there. Uh, he's uh, He's got his, uh, I guess you could say, his spirit balls in hand. Nobody likes that. Please, Yamcha, we know you can't hear us, but... This isn't a full nude strip bar. Not a so. full nude strip bar. A classy joint. We serve yeah, yeah. bacon sandwiches. Mm-hmm. No buffet. Each. <laughs> Our restaurant has two Michelin stars. <laughs> Somehow. And, <laughs> and scene. I would go to that strip club. Aaron, if, I would go there if, if like, it was Dragon Ball, uh, how Dragon okay. Ball themed performers. All right, what, what are the legalities? <laughs> you can't say it, it's not officially licensed, of course. Right. Why isn't there a cosplay strip club? And we'll have it'll cater to both. We'll have guys and gals. Uh. Right. Like. Yeah, no, I. That's a good question. This isn't. A t- First of all, TNT, 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 Like honestly, Aaron, we, becomes... might wanna, we, we might want to. We might want to cut this and get into a nasty business. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever decide to be nasty fucking boys, <laughs> if we ever, just... if we ever move this operation exclusively to like Dade County in Miami, <laughs> yeah. Once we move to Las Vegas. Oh man! It is. Oh no! I could. I right? There couldn't. has to, or there has to. They have to do like a cosplay night. Someone who has like way less hangups than me needs to do this because <laughs> I feel like you'll make that money. Yeah, if you've got nothing to lose, and like at least the, <laughs> <laughs> if you got I nothing, because like, you got I nothing don't... to lose and like thirty thousand dollars to invest, why not? Like I don't want to demean the sex worker or professional industry. dancer community. Yeah, I don't want to. De- you know, I'm not against that, but it ain't for me, Chief. Uh, I I'll, could never do it. it. It's a, it's a, it's a tough thing. It's a tough industry to think about, but in the context that we're talking, it, it would. I oh, I, I would, I would patron it. Yeah. Yeah, 
I would too. I think a lot of people would. A fun Tuesday morning. <laughs> oh, Tuesday morning? I'm going there for lunch. Well, yeah, it's got two Michelin stars. It's got two Michelin stars. And bacon wait sandwiches. List. Ugh. Um, but Aaron, seriously, somebody should do that. A yeah. cosplay-themed uh, club of that nature. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen's A gentleman's club that is cosplay-themed. Or and, and gentlemen's clubs at a cosplay night. See who shows up. You'll mm-hmm. be surprised. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, Goku does start to strip after asking for a timeout from Tien. Woo! Yeah, he does. And uh, Tien, first of all, mistake one. He al- he's a good boy. He wants the best fight. He right. allows it. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Everyone, the announcer, thinks it's like, oh, Goku... Really worked up a sweat, and it's hot out, so he's taking some clothes off. Yep. Shin is in the back room going like, oh, he's doing that already? I guess he's up against quite the opponent. Oh, I, I like how they phrase that a little different. Okay. Um, Shin, of course, Kami in disguise. Kami in disguise. Who destroyed the soul of a man <laughs> to possess his body. Uh, so, like... In in mine, uh, Shin, aka Hero, aka Kami, is like, oh, you finally decided to take that thing off, huh? Like, it it was more like it was a mild suggestion, Goku, that you wear these to train. But then when you get to fight, and just take them off and fight. And Goku was probably like, eh, we'll see. <clears throat> I like I like to be kind of a dick, as we'll see here. He, oh my god, kind of a piece of shit to my friends, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because what we learn, and this is why I mentioned it at the top, this is a very famous scene in Dragon Ball. It's kind of the evolution of the training that goes on between Dragon Ball and then Dragon Ball Z, then, of course, Super and all, and all that. But uh, Goku is wearing a weighted shirt, weighted wristbands, and weighted boots. These are clothing items. Uh, I think in total it was like 140 kilos 140 kilograms of they uh, that's interesting they gave mine in pounds what is said 250 pounds what is what is this opposite day oh gee cheese of crow how do we keep up with this stuff aaron i guess be the finally switch over to the metric system like everyone fucking else i think this was the the studio's what was it feigned attempt at getting everybody yeah. to go onto the metric system? It was system? a soft volley. If we get the kids hip to the metric system, <laughs> you just got to write a hit song, make a hit anime. You just got to make a hit anime about the metric system. Mm-hmm. Meter. He's the strongest boy. His mentor, Kilo. Yeah, his mentor, Kilo. His best friend, Senti. Um, and then Senti's younger sister, Millie. Mm-hmm. And then oh, she's a rapscallion. Oh gosh, yeah, hard to she find has her. A, she she has a multiplying technique because there's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot know. of her, and she's got a short temper, so they call her Millie. And his then, rival leader, <laughs> leader, and he's re- he's real full of himself. <laughs> he's so full of himself. Uh, he has the he has volume technique. He can fit into any container. Mm-hmm. Well, meter just. He he's a tall he's a tall man. He's a tall boy. Yeah. Stretching pattern. Eh, that's been done. Hold on. <laughs> uh talling powers. He's got he's like a to keep it an anime, he's like a mountain lady. Exactly. 
He's he's exactly he is the powers of Mount Lady, but they both fail in power in comparison to Decameter, the big mm. ancient evil that's been traveling the cosmos because that's like one of the longest. That's a really long distance, yeah. and so he he travels at extreme speeds at long distances. That's his thing. That's what Decameter does. Mm-hmm. And in a year's time, he'll invade the Earth. And so it'll be up to a train, yeah. meter and uh, leader to, <laughs> yep. to stop them. Uh, math books, call us. We'll write your... We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll write, yeah, yeah. This we'll, is how we learn now. Yeah, this is how everybody wants to learn is through the lens of anime. Uh, look, we, we watched Dr. Stone. By the end of this, I'll have a chemistry major. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, it's, a, it's, it's a cool scene. Um, it's also a fun scene to watch. I, I feel like we're maybe... For the sake of the gags, which will let's put a, a what do they call it? Let's let's a put cease, a pause on the gags. A for ceasefire a on gags. Mm-hmm, yeah. Put your a truce. Ga- put your gag guns down. Yeah, a gag truce. <laughs> okay, I'll stop laughing. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> got to get one in. Um, no, this is it, it's it's an element of Dragon Ball that is used over and over again with and heavier over, and heavier weights. Yeah. yeah. And over it, and over again. It's a way to turn the tide of a fight, saying, well, I've just been using a small amount of my power. Let me remove these heavy clothes. Maybe not in that voice, depending on depending on what uh, what you're watching. <laughs> uh, but yeah, remove heavy clothes. Now I'm stronger than ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And man, yeah. And, and it's, let's recognize that this is the first time this is really... Happen not really with the turtle shells because we kind of you you saw it like yeah you know this is more of a surprise like gotcha bitch yeah oh we're about to kick this fight into high gear round oh. two style get ready for less frames yeah because we uh, don't need them you don't need them you're faster than yeah. light you can't the see ticket him. pays for all the frames but you only need the one <laughs> you only need the keys but this is yeah a momentous occasion for sure. We can gag it up because I want to talk about this. Let loose the gags of war. All right, Cry, we're ready. Ha ha. <laughs> so Krillin and Yamcha, they're like, "What are you guys doing? Yoku, you gotta hurry, start. Hurry up and strip, bud. We gotta get going on the road." And they try to remove his clothes. They realize that they are super fucking heavy. Uh, Krillin uh, walks around in his in Goku's shoes. He puts his shoes on and tries to walk out of the out of the arena. I think that's a maniac move. <laughs> that what? seems like something a crazy person would do. <laughs> to me. So uh, I just wa- I want to recap. So okay. you're 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 dogging my my man Krillin because he put on Goku's shoes to walk out of the ring. Yeah. I why mean, would you? Why are you trying other people's shoes on? Look, Aaron. Um, is it his dad as, playing dress up? Hold on, hold on. All right, all right. As a human being with abnormally large feet, mm-hmm. okay. People, Aaron, they do not. First believe. of all, your first of all, your feet are perfect just the way they are, honey. Aww, just as God you. made you. Thank you, thank you, Kami, for my feet. Um, but Aaron, other people have put my shoes on out of astonishment over the size. I think that's at a certain age, which is the ages that they're at now. 
That's incredibly fucking rude. I think I don't I don't disagree with you that it might be rude. <laughs> I do not. In most of my interactions in which I have to defend my shoe size by taking my shoe off to show them. I don't think you need to defend your shoe size. Who if you're like, yeah, I'm a size 13. Cool. <laughs> Let's move on with our lives. So that I don't I, know if you're a size 13. Size 13 is the you know, that's the high watermark for everybody. It's like, oh, size 13, dude's got big feet. Lady's got large feet. She wears a size 11 or 12, right? Mm -hmm. Aaron, okay, okay. I wear a size 15. That is that is at the point where you cannot purchase those shoes online. They will they will not provide you with a shoe size uh, at most reputable shoe outlets like a Nike or an Adidas or a Puma. Puma does not they do not sell shoes in size 15. Can you imagine? I walked into a Puma, uh, a retail store, nary three years ago. And I said to the lady that was working there, hey, do you have any shoes in a size 15? The woman openly laughed in my face. And wow. she, la- she laughed in my face and said, you're not a size 15. And I said, I am. And she laughed again. And I walked out of that store. What the fuck? The, the way... The large community is treated in this country is appalling. I didn't realize. I know there were foot fetishes. I didn't realize there was foot privilege. Oh, Aaron, there's foot privilege everywhere, and nobody's talking about it. That's why I'm here today. Stirring speech. And I believe that laces or no, we should all. I rest my case, counselor. So yeah, having having being in the uh, 99th percentile for height, weight, and shoe size, it sucks. And people want to put my shoes on and tell me I'm not the height I tell them I am. <laughs> they want they, they want me to shrink for them, Aaron. I will shrink for no man or woman. I don't. I don't have any gags for this because I'm genuinely like, wow, that that's a struggle. That's a that's a legitimate struggle. <laughs> you know, like not definitely not as bad as some other struggles. It's, it it that it you is face. It is on is on the list of struggles. It's a subset of a list of yeah. struggles. That's why I need to join the International Tall People Alliance. I will never ask. I will never ask to try on your shoes. And if you meet Vince, don't fucking do it. Please don't. You better not. I'll be around the corner with in shades and suits with my two other guys. I really my, wagging my finger, shaking my head at your cats. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really hope I don't set a precedent that tall people are then asked to uh, give their shoes up to strangers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my life. And that's Goku's life now. Everybody's going to be trying those weighted shoes on. Yeah, they want to try it on. Did you ever, speaking of weighted clothing, did you ever try to, were you ever inspired by Dragon Ball? Like, yeah, 100%. that makes sense. 100%. More weight, more training. Okay, explain. Uh, my Wait, did we talk about this already? But no, I don't, shells? I don't think so. We haven't talked. This isn't, this isn't Turtle Shell. There is a company that makes weighted vests for runners. I've seen those. Uh, yes. And weight like weighted vesting and shorts. And my dad 
when he was like training and like working out and stuff a lot, he got that. Like he got that whole, it was like a, I don't know if it was like from a Gold's Gym or something. It was, it had some kind of logo on it and it had like little pockets that you put the weights in. Then you're supposed to go for a run or like just wear it while you did things. Um, and there was one day where I guess I must've watched a bunch of Dragon Ball and I was like, I'm going to get stronger and go for a run with these, this weighted vest on. And I forgot that I have uh, really bad knees from years of playing basketball. <laughs> and I put, I put that vest on and tried to go for a run and it hurt my back so bad. Like it's not, you're not really supposed to train like that. <laughs> like it's not what you do to, to get stronger. And uh, so do, I would recommend not doing it unless like a trainer tells you how to do it right. Consult with a physician. Yes, consult with a physician or the or a sports medicine doctor, uh, someone who does research. Don't take your fitness advice from us, please. Um, but yeah, it's I, a thing. Did you ever try it? I had a friend when I was working in the movie theater. I had a friend, and for context, this friend put the Punisher skull symbol on the hood of his Mustang. Um, that's just kind of that's 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 who this dude was. All right. And when we were working at the movie theater, he's like, hey, check it out. He lifts up his pants leg, and he's wearing weighted ankle. He, he's wearing ankle weights. He's like, hey, man, going up and down these stairs every day, all day, you get strong like Goku. I don't. He like, he like, I don't know if that's exactly what he said, but he did reference Dragon Ball. He referenced Dragon Ball mm, for I that try reason. That. Yeah, because I did do a... <laughs> I, I tried it out one ah. day. I took, and at the end of the night, so between, at a movie theater where there are projectors, they're not like just in a row. And in ours, there was like a little cove with like three of them and then a long hallway and then another cove with like two of them. And then you go back further, there's a little cove with two more. So there's a little hallway that you could go down. So at the end of the day, after my, you know, my, my weight training with these, you know, 2.5 pound ankle weights. I ran down the hallway without them. I'm like, yeah, I think I am faster. <laughs> no, I mean, that, I was in my twenties. No, but like you're, it makes you feel lighter when you take it off. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. Go, which Goku does. He's like, as he's taking them off and we'll get to that. Mm. He, he's like, Oh, I just feel so light. I'm so fast. I, I think it's, so I, I'm not Don't saying that it. it I'm Don't not saying that it, it that it does not work. All I'm saying is it does not work the same way that it does in Dragon Ball. Uh, so once you take off the weighted vest or ankles, you're not going to be jumping like ten feet higher. You're going to just feel a lot lighter. And if you do that enough, maybe over time and gradually increasing the weight, uh, it will make you stronger. But I don't know. Maybe we, need, us. maybe we need to maybe we need to spread our seed money a little bit more, Aaron, from that other venture we talked about, and then do a Goku training venture. Uh, we we buy up all the Gold's gyms, and then we just change it to Goku's gym. And there's no equipment. We well, just have really Gold's, heavy T-shirts. It has to be Gold's gym because it's like to change this. It's easy to change the sign. That's just two letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're you know we're making money by doing that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of training. We have a flashback to back to our little baby Goku as he's 
climbing mountains with rocks tied behind him. He's swimming in the ocean with rocks tied behind him. <laughs> He's fighting Popo with nothing tied behind him. He's meditating with with, with no rocks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There aren't any rocks. Mental rocks, maybe. I don't know. Mm, He's picturing himself training. With rocks rocks behind him. Yeah, I I did like that little visual that we got from uh, the short time we got to see him training with Popo. Uh, You know, it it went from, fight this wax dummy I made from magic and your hair, to carry some rocks up some hills. I know the mental aspect is a big part of Goku's training, but... That stuff, Roshi could have handled that. He could have hung out with his friends. But um, either way, after removing the heavy clothing and the match resuming, kind of, it we get this very long scene of Goku, uh, Team Rocket jumping into the air, coming back down, zipping around the ring, but at, at a speed that's not much greater than I was expecting. It it was pretty fast. But but are you knocking Goku? I'm not knocking Goku. I mean, I'll knock him for how he treats Tien after this. But I'm not knocking Goku. I'm just saying I was expecting not to be able to see him at all. We did get the cool uh, moment of him, you know, practice like what was it shadow boxing, doing his moves and stuff. And they're so fast mm-hmm. that Tien is staggered and. You know, that kind of thing. Goku does so many moves so fast in a circle, he creates another tornado. Yeah. He tazzes it up again. He tazzes it up again. Uh, One, I wish they would have used that more in Z. I don't know. Just a cool technique, maybe. It seems easy to animate. Yeah. Not a lot of payoff, but easy to animate. Tornado Uh, person. Yeah. Goku's warmed up. Everyone's surprised. We're back at the fight. And Deanne, uh, he's like, I don't know, man. Not a lot has changed. I don't, you didn't even hit me. Goku and his little asshole laugh, his little weasel laugh, like, <laughs> Goku has pulled the belt from Tien. Oh, yeah. And Tien's pants are dropped. They are around his ankles. Woo! And your boy Tien. Uh, he's wearing those tidy whities Yes. Thank God he learned about underwear. We answered the question that had been asked since Tien showed up in the scene. What's he got under them pants? Turns out, white underwear. Yeah. You're welcome. Everyone, <laughs> everyone's laughing. Tien, mortified. I am so mad at Goku for this. I... Come on, man. Really? Yeah. You can humiliate your enemies, but your boy, your enemy turned a boy, he kept West City safe while you were busy exploring caves with your fat fuck friend. (laughs) Bud, this is what you do to him? Yeah, while you were drinking alcohol for the first time in some darkness's basement with Mm -hmm. your boy, your boy, Yajirobe. Well, you were experimenting with alcohol, Goku. Tien was defending West yeah. City. City. With his in with his life. With his life. We all knew he could have died at any moment. He knew. He went in that situation like, yep, I'm gonna die. Let's do this. He mastered the Mafuba. Yeah. In days. Days. 
kids. He abandoned his friends. He cut all radio communication. He, yeah, he abandoned his father, his foster father and foster father. <laughs> and then his for- two dads was based on him. And he said, fuck it. I don't want the rights to it. I don't want any residuals. And then he'd do them like this. And he does them dirty. Does them dirty. But hey, look, uh, I'm not, all I'm going to say is the ladies loved it. Launch. She's she's mad and upset, but she is blushing over her man's body. Let me. She had in her hands are claws. A little bit. I don't know how to explain it. Is that her hands are in front of her, palms facing forward, fingers arched, like she wants to grab something, perhaps. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Ready to pounce. <laughs> Ready to get her man. Balma Bul- is even. Ooh. She's just blush. She, it's it's Macaulay Culkin blush, right? Yeah. Yep. Chi Chi. Chi. She's seen it. She's seen a dick before. <laughs> Chi Chi ain't phased. She got Goku on her arm. She's just, she's just she's surprised, right? That's mm-hmm. it. She's not she's not horned up. She actually uh, doesn't she get a little bit worked up when like I think Krillin goes. How could he get any faster? He's already faster than light. And she goes, oh, that's my Goku. Like, I like that about Yeah, she's like, oh, my husband has so much potential. Oh, that's what every woman says about their husband. (laughs) Boom! (laughs) Put me on Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Me and Bill Ingvall. What's your catchphrase though? You got uh, that's that's one required, Mister White. We're, we're we're gonna we're ready to book you for forty cities. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm good to go. You guys want to know ten my... of those in Kansas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, ten I'm, of those in Wisconsin. I'm good. I'm good for all that. I love cheese and I love decent barbecue. So we're gonna we're gonna be just fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll ignore that look. I'm gonna ignore that last part. But to get on before you sign this. Very lucrative contract. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. In front of you, you have your pen in hand. You're already writing the V in Vince, but I'm going to stop you there. Oh. You, you got to have a catchphrase. Oh, right, 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 right. Of, of course. What's your blue collar catchphrase? So, uh, you know, there's the here's your sign, right? Everybody, mm-hmm. yeah, here's, taken. here's your sign, taken. I, I won't step on that one. Get her done. Uh, taken whatever. as take, well. Take. I don't know why you're telling us all these. Catchphrases that are well in use. Uh, tater salad, okay? Everybody knows Ron White got that tater salad locked up. All right? You might be a redneck. Okay, we all got those. It feels like you're stalling. If it feels like it's stall- I'm stalling, it's only because I want to build up to what my catchphrase okay. is. It's as it- if your catchphrase is going to be either mind-blowingly good or mind-blowingly bad. So my With no in-between. My catchphrase is, Aaron, uh, and mind you, I'm a six foot six tall mm-hmm. man. So I'm going to start saying, I've had it up to here. You know what I mean? Where's I, your hand at? I'm oh, sorry. my hand is is well above my head. So outstretched, my hand above my head reaches a height of, I believe, seven six. So that's, that's what I'm talking about. Well, first of all, I don't believe you on those height stats. How dare you? <laughs> How I don't have dare. to hear that's that's not quite blue collar enough. That seems like something that everyone can relate to. <sighs> all right, all right, all right, fine. And we're fine. looking for more of a middle American. Here's your size. There. <laughs> 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 
Well, I'm glad we went with amazingly great on the spectrum of where it could land. Please finish signing the Ince White. You got it. We will have to change your last name uh, or say you're the son of Ron White. I think I think the people want the son of Ron White to join him on tour. It's like a it's like a Godzilla movie. Yep. Son of Ron White. <laughs> Vince Zuki. Oh, yes. I've always wanted to be called Vince Zuki. And, and C. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about? So we were talking about um, how Goku did TN Dirty, ripping mm-hmm. off his belt in front of all the ladies that loved it. Um, and the men that loved it, too. Yeah. Everybody was blushing in that audience. Tien is he's as he's struggling to put his pants back on. He's like, "Oh yeah, well I've got a, I've got a, I've got a special attack that it's really gonna blow you away. Uh, you better, well I'm put my pants back on. You better, uh, you know, get ready for it, cause boy oh boy, this attack. He's just he's bragging about this new attack that he yeah. now has to unleash, seeing that Goku is fast enough to take his pants off. And honestly, Tien, maybe it's a little early for this." He just took your pants off. I think you're more embarrassed and you're just trying to save some face. Of course. Which means Goku is now a psychological warrior. Oh, all that knew. mind technique stuff finally paid off. Yeah, he knew Tien's weakness, the butt. <laughs> Pant- being pantsless. Pantsless. He-, he got his FBI buddies to do profiles on everyone. Uh, but that is, that's a Popo-esque move, I'll say that. Popo would embarrass you by taking your oh, pants off Popo in front of your would. friends. And spank your little bottom? Spank your bottom, and then tell you you're not strong enough. <laughs> get out Get out of here, kid. Get out of here, kid. Come back when you're strong. Um, but yeah, I mean, the technique that Tien ends up talking about, we don't get to see in this episode, unfortunately. But it is mm, teased. It's teased. Because what does he say? He says... I have, it, I have it verbatim here. Oh, please. Delight <clears throat> us. So he's he's talking about speed, being able to keep up with Goku, how in his current form he can't. Quote, not even my three eyes could keep up with you, but with 12 eyes and no blind spots, I will always be able to see you. And I want to see this technique badly. 12, I I have no, we we see them grow to another set of arms, right? Yes, The, the four witches technique. Yeah, we've seen him become Man Spider. Mm-hmm. Is this just, he's becoming, he has to turn to an actual spider, right? 12 eyes? So, uh, yeah, it looks like Tien has been experimenting with his own mutation, trying to get he, rid of his spider powers. <laughs> he was taking a picture at the lab. A radioactive child suit came in. Bit him. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, that goes with, Goes without saying. Goes without saying. And then he got the powers of a ghostly spider from whatever dimension yeah. Chiaotzu crawled out of. <laughs> Chiaotzu is an interdimensional demon child. Let's get let's get that out of the way. Out of the way. Uh, we we can all agree on this. But yeah, go. What's gonna twelve eyes? So I don't even four, know what that's gonna look like. Is it gonna be a four headed TN? Or is it gonna be like the rest of his head is covered in eyes, uh, PA style? Three in his head. Three on the back of his head. Mm-hmm. Three on the sides. I get uh, a many uh, many faces of, from He-Man, perhaps. Ah, yes, yes, yes. 
Um, His or head's just on a swivel on a lazy Susan. It could be spinning around. Uh, that's my dad's catchphrase. Keep your head on a swivel. Um, we got to. Got to. Got, gotta it's watch out. out. In, Del- like, in Delaware, yeah. Everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> hard out there. It's hard everywhere. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to to see this technique. What's this gonna it, look like? It's one of those that like escapes my memory. You know, just like the four witches technique did. But like mm-hmm. you know, the classic there's after image, um, the electricity technique, all that kind of stuff. I kind of hope they're just floating eyeballs. That would be That'd cool be too. That would be very cool. Or he just gets <laughs> oolong, puar, chaozu. Everyone, be my eyes. Uh, it's a technique him and the boys came up with, where they just Voltron yeah. each other. Is their trump card against Goku, who they thought mm-hmm. would definitely be too strong for them? Well, that's the thing. They're like, if Goku ever goes rogue, it's we how Batman to... has all those contingency plans against Superman. Oh, that's still one of my that's favorite a... aspects of Batman's character is that he just can't trust Superman or any of the other Justice He League. hates his friends and has various plans to murder them. He has a plan to kill everyone in the Justice League and has executed it multiple times. That's not a bad alt-you story. Yeah. Where it's Roshi, we have to enact... Plan, go, oh, no, Goku, oops. Oops, no, Goku. <laughs> we got to put in the dummy plug. Uh, we had enough of that. I know, we had enough of that. Anyway. <clears throat> but yeah, that's how this episode ends, with the tease of 12 eyes. Yes. Looking at each one more handsome than the last. Than the, last. <laughs> the last was just foot-long eyelashes, the deepest blue. Mm-hmm. It's Every it's color one, of blue. It's one of Clooney's eyes. <laughs> One of those baby blues pulling pranks mm-hmm. on set. Pranking the eyeball, his... The eyeball is offering people gum. Yeah. It's, it's got a mousetrap in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it keeps asking people to smell its little uh, boutonniere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's passing out exploding cigars. <laughs> uh, that eye. Oh, that eye. God, is it good in Speaking of pranks. Ooh, speaking of the pranks. We've been... Pranked with emails. A delightful sort. A prank nick paw? I don't know. Look, we have emails, is what I'm saying. Uh, it's a it's a hefty mail bag today, so we'll just we'll just do a few. We have a new communique from CEO and overlord Josh. Oh. But uh, again, for those keeping score, he's the boss of Disney. We're we're in the middle of developing this anime, Star Wars, Marvel, MCU crossover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we go. Uh, And this is a response to a few weeks ago where we talked about Corey needing to be Thor. (laughs) Yes, he does. Yeah, like we're just swapping an Australian for an Australian. Mm -hmm. He states, or he writes. He could do both. I don't know if he reads these out loud as he types them, maybe. No, he dictates. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a a Disney CEO. His fingers don't do any talking. Mm -hmm. So I dictated not read. Here's what he says. Of course we can replace Chris with Corey. A new fatter Thor is the only way to go. We need to make him morbidly obese now, like 550 or 600 pounds. We can even throw in a line that he went on my 600-pound life and failed as a funny reference. That is pretty good. That's, that's, I, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I don't know why. <laughs> also make a scene where he sits on Mantis and crushes her, then tries to eat Rocket because he is starting to look tasty. 
and <laughs> a bold new direction <laughs> for for Ga- uh, Guardians Three. Aaron, how else do you get rid of? We have to get Bradley Cooper off the payroll. Okay, this is the he only is way expen- we can do that. And he's only a voice. Yes, yeah. that's the bugaboo about it. Well, his his contract has so many no exit clauses. Like you know how in uh, the Fast and Furious franchise of movies. Uh, both uh, all three main characters, Vin Diesel, The Rock, and uh, Jason Statham, have in their contracts that they're not allowed to lose a fight or get beat up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Bradley Cooper, he can get beat up, but his character can't die. Yeah, his character can never die. Except for being eaten alive. Yeah, he. we were like, well, what if you're eaten alive? I remember the negotiations on that. He was like it was- holding fast, and then we said, okay, what about if you get eaten alive? He's like, well, that'll never happen. This is these are all PG thirteen movies. That sounds ghoulish. And then we said, and kind of fucked up, honestly, that you brought it up. These are then, his words, not these yeah, are his like, words, not ours. We said, sign the paperwork, you clown. <laughs> it's like you were only funny in Wedding Crashers. Let's fucking go. I I said to his face, I said, Chris Tucker saved Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> the email continues. And for a crossover point, throw in, throw in him eating one of those little animal servants from The Last Jedi and maybe Oolong. Anyways, need any more ideas? Let me know. This is going to be awesome time to make cinema great again. Oh, keep fighting. <laughs> 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 oh, this CEO's got a good sense of humor. Yeah. Once we get to like the 45th Marvel movie, and it is Thor Eats the Marvel Universe. Of course. It's not bad. It's not a good bad. way to go. I think at that point, the world will be ready for that. So, yes. Thank you, boss. We'll get, we'll get to work on all of it. I know we owe you a script. We'll, we're, we're working on we're it. We're working on it. Yeah. How does page 600 of question mark sound? <laughs> so, we also got another email from Ian, who wrote to us a few weeks ago, new listener, who writes, I was listening to episode 114 of the show one night and fell half asleep. When I woke up, it was in the middle of the extra long commercial, and I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? Robots? School? Love? It was funny. Just thought you should know. Ah, I'm glad our sponsors are getting getting (laughs) some love there. Hey, look. They, like, you guys think that we are, like, working on or developing those ads uh, like ourselves, you know how Ran, a lot of you know podcasts, just randomly, without any for you know without any thought beforehand. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, we we're in a collaborative process with all of our partners in developing ads for this platform. Okay, so we take the time to sit, um, you know, mostly online with them. Uh, we've got a lot of early business meetings uh, with our ad partners. And we have a great copywriting staff and team that we work with on the client side that help us develop the ads that you hear. Everything in these ads is purposeful. Um, Everything in these ads is rehearsed and performed ahead of time. If I could just show you the stacks and stacks of pitches, because we print them all out. They had the client, uh, they... If they they want to hold it in their hand, you know. Yeah, they like holding thing. it exactly. Yes, thank apparently you. Apparently, that's how they get. That, apparently, that's <laughs> how they're able to process information, <laughs> not digitally. Not digitally, because if it's in an email, they'll just open it. At the end, they won't even read it. They won't even read it. We've actually turned to faxing some of the things to them. We've had to buy them fax machines 
Um, but look, it's all an investment for you guys, okay? For you, also, the listeners. I also think he's referencing when we did an improvised anime for a commercial. Oh. Um, uh, the Robo Fist thing? I forget the name oh, of it. Oh, the Robo... <laughs> yes. But, uh, but I mean, that's very... But that was made up on the spot. That was that was the only one. That one was. The only one. The only one. And that was because the client made us. Had we yeah. had we done our thing, it would have been written. Very similar, mm-hmm. but would have been written. It would have almost been word for word. Because <laughs> first thought, best thought. First thought, best thought. And remember, don't think twice. Uh, but thank you both for writing to us. If you want us to ramble on about our past exploits you can do so by writing to us at kamehousepartypod at gmail.com visit kamehouseparty.com to you know for fun why not yeah i don't yeah that's our website and we have stuff there you can subscribe to the podcast if you're not already subscribed you can do that through there through the various podcast apps there are some clips uh our full archive is there if you're looking for us if you want to hear us talk about a specific episode of Dragon Ball. And don't forget about that sweet, sweet merch. Mm-hmm. We have merchandise now. Merchandising. And I'm not, I'm just copying space balls. I'm not being derogatory towards any group. <laughs> yogurt. Yeah. We all I'm der- I mean derogatory towards yogurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, gold, what a world. What a bitch. world. But yeah, we have merch. Uh... You can find links to all of our social media there. But uh, thank you all for being a fan and yes. for listening and for keeping us, keeping us, for keeping us in good spirits during these trying and the things. Things aren't great. Yeah, for a lot of reasons right now. Things aren't great for some reasons, but there are some good things. And uh, you, you, the audience, are those good things. You, you, the audience, are the greatest things to happen to us. Uh, and you know, just as we we tread against the darkness that's out there, and in here, as I point fervidly to my chest, no matter what happens on the battlefield or in your own home, you gotta keep fight.